Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister, starring... Me, Rosemary McCabe, and co-starring <clears throat> my sister, Beatrice McCabe. Beatrice, how are you today? Great, thank you, Rosemary. How are you? I'm wonderful, although I have to say I was most dismayed when I woke up this morning and realised it was fucking snowing again. Well, Rosemary, you'll be even more dismayed when I tell you that tomorrow the snowstorm that is currently sprinkling over Texas is on its way up here for another blizzard. Sprinkling over Texas? I wouldn't have thought Great. it really snowed in Texas, does it? And it doesn't very often, so you can only imagine what a massive blizzard it's going to be by the time it gets up here. A massive blizzard. Today we're going to be talking about <laughs> Irish people's favourite topic of conversation. Yeah. The weather. funny because like even though it is supposed to be our favorite topic i'm probably the least prepared person weather-wise ever i never checked the weather like it wasn't until i moved here that i would say oh my god look at the wind!" i'd be like oh my god it's snowing i'm constantly surprised maybe i enjoy that i'm constantly surprised by the vagaries of the weather whereas everybody else will go i know it's snowing and they'll whip their like snow boots and their snow trousers and everything out and i'm always like i remember when i moved to new york and myself and julie the very first winter we lived there we had no idea it was going to be snowing all the time and the very first day, it lashed snow. We went we went to leave the office at about eight o'clock and we went outside and we were wearing high heel stilettos. That's what we had. <laughs> and we had to walk home the like 10 blocks in our high heel. What were we supposed to do? I don't know. And I remember we were just gripping onto each other and everybody was pointing and laughing because they all had their umbrellas and their snow, their like, their hunter wellies and their, you know, raincoats as you do because Americans check the weather. I think I would have taken the shoes off, wrapped my feet in plastic bags and run home. I don't think it even occurred to us, right? It didn't even occur to us. And it also just didn't even occur to us that like the weather was good. I think we were like, we're in a city. It's not, it's, we're going to be able to get home. You know what I mean? And instead we weren't. 
We were up to well, our ankles you in like were. dirty slush. You got home eventually, you didn't lose any toes or anything. Oh yeah, but the shoes were for the bin, I'll tell you. Oh God, that hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah. Do you think it's because, like, do you think you're, because cause I'm kind of the same, like Brandon will be very aware of, oh, it's going to be this temperature tomorrow, it's going to do this next week. And I'm like, what? Like, do you have an alert? I think he just checks it all the time. Do you think it's because we're Irish and A, I feel like the weather forecast, especially when we were growing up, was never accurate. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh my God, there's going to be a heat wave tomorrow and you'd wake up and it'd be lashing rain. Or that's, that's like, well, no, no, like a heat wave, like 22 degrees. You'd be like, oh my God, it's going to be roasting. And then you'd wake up and it'd be lashing rain. Or that like you could wake up, it would be warm in the morning. It'd be lashing rain in the afternoon. Then it'd be freezing by the evening because it's so changeable. Or is it just that like it really didn't change? It was like, it changes a lot, but it's also just moderate, just in the middle. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. rains, then it's not raining. Then it's relatively... Like, it's not freezing, but it's not warm either. So, like, it's you damp. just dress the same all year round. Yeah, pretty much. I remember when I used to read magazines, it'd be like, you know, we're coming into bare legs weather. And I'd be like, lol, we are not. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like May and I'm still wearing my black tights. It's June. I'm still wearing my black tights. Like, I'm in Ireland. Well, I do think that's amazing here as well. And I mean, maybe, you know what? That's the other thing. Like, I don't want to make sweeping statements because I realise through the things that I'm discovering in my early 40s, that and late 30s, late 39s, as much as it doesn't even make sense. In my late 30s and early Very 40s, that like, maybe I just, shh, maybe I just don't know like what people do, what their habits are. You know what I mean? That I just assumed that everybody's habits were my habits. Because like now here people say to me, oh, I must get my winter wardrobe out. And I go, your winter oh, wardrobe. Yeah. And they literally pack up their summer clothes and put them in like storage things either under their bed or down in their cedar closet and then bring out their spring clothes. And I'm like, my clothes are my clothes all year round. Like I put a cardigan on or take a cardigan off. I don't have different clothes. You also have a very like Johnny Forty coat style. So you always have a couple of layers you could take off or put on. In a I good way. can Eclectic. not with you. A Johnny Forty coat style. I cannot. You're so delighted with yourself right now. You but you'd always have a couple of layers you could take off or put I was on, making like... a serious point I do but not have a couple of layers a look at po- me right now I have a sweater on and that's it do you, a you're not wearing a bra I'm wearing a bra and a oh. jumper and a slip <laughs> so you do have several layers on I have the regular layers I need for my skirt to sit comfortably <sighs> okay granny anyway I just went outside in these aforementioned clothes and my puffer coat because my friend came over and, you know, because of this stupid pandemic, we all had to, we had to go outside to have our cup of tea outside and I nearly died of the cold. But let me tell you, it was lovely and brisk for the couple of for a few minutes when the sun was shining and then until all the kids saw their opportunity and started putting on their clothes and coming out to us, which was Aww. a disaster. Because oh, I, I, I mean, they think they love it. It's like, it looks beautiful, right? And then they come out and they're like, oh, snow my food, snow my sleeve. Can you pull up my thing? Our two the other day, right, Brandon was going out to walk the dog and they were like, dad, can we come with you? And he was like, no, stay here. And I like innocently was like, oh, sure, they can go with you. I'd forgotten that it takes them 20 minutes to put their coats and their shoes on, right? So Brandon's down there going like, thanks, Rosemary. And they're like, dad, where's my other like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle glove? I can't go out without it. So he's like, walk. And I'm just sitting on the couch going, oh, I should never have said anything. I was being very unhelpful. And then they went out. Literally two minutes later, William comes back in roaring, crying because he fell and his hand is cold. Oh, yeah, I know. My hand is cold. It's burning. It's burning. It's so cold. Well, Don told me. Don is from Florida. And he was telling me that when he moved to... Baltimore when he was 22 or 21 he had never seen snow before right and he said they had this terrible 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 blizzard and 
he lived he slept his bedroom was on the ground floor like in kind of slightly recessed from you know from street level oh yeah yeah he said and they had like eight feet of snow right it was like a mega mega blizzard and he had no idea like what it actually felt like to be in the snow he just looked out and he was like it's so beautiful so he opened his bedroom window and threw himself out in his boxers and his (laughs) t-shirt I'd say I'd say he regretted that. Do you think? But I, you know what? Back to your point about summer and winter wardrobes. I think probably from totally anecdotally, like talking to my friends and stuff. I don't think Irish people are as likely to do that because, like, like we said, there's not as much of a difference in the climate between summer and winter. You know what I mean? You don't have your like downfill jacket that you need in December, just the same way that you don't have your like super light summer dresses that you'll be wearing from May until August. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the same way maybe. You have I, I think it's also though more a little bit more of like I need my autumnal coloured clothes now to come out of the wardrobe. They do. And I like don't that, really yeah. subscribe to that. But but also yeah. you're right. They don't have the same extreme. Like we don't have the same extremes in Ireland that other places have. What about which would you prefer now if you had to choose? I was just about to living ask you here for the weather here or in Ireland. Well, no, I, no. Excuse me. Don't preempt my question. That wasn't my question. My question was, now that you're living here and it has been actually a very, very mild winter, even though snow has been on the ground three feet deep for the last two and a half weeks and probably will be until May, which is always when the last flurry happens, even though I know you're like, it won't be. Usually it starts in November and it starts to get warm in June, but like really warm, you know, but really cold up until May. And then having lived in Milan, you lived in Milan briefly for three months mm-hmm. and you see but you also visited a lot so you know it was cold in the winter but pro- but not as much snow as here yeah but it was very cold and then very very hot in the summer and then Ireland so and Dallas you visited us in Dallas as well mm-hmm. where it was absolutely roasting for most of the year and like I thought it would be great but you just couldn't go outside it was so hot you yeah. know you always wanted to be everything that happened in air-conditioned environments now you can go outside like we had a pool and stuff and you could go out to the pool but you couldn't you had to sit in the shade the whole time and even yeah, it was yeah. too hot so yeah. if you could only pick one place to be for the rest of your life like not specific location city-wise but one climate, climate to live in what would it be probably Milan because like I like that there are seasons and that it's cold in the winter, but it's not like absolutely freezing cold. It might snow a little bit. Yeah. And then it has really, really nice summers. Now, the summers in Milan, like it was very hot. And I remember like I wouldn't like to live in Milan and work in a bar like I worked in. Do you remember I worked in that bar? And I remember when I went for the initial kind of interview or the, the pre-talk, the guy was like, you you had set me up. You had set me up with this job before I arrived, right? Which was great. God, Thank you so I'm much. such a good sister. You're the best. You're great. And um, Johnny Forticoat wins again. (laughs) (laughs) When I went in to to chat to him about like, you know, here's here's what you'll be doing and here are the hours, blah, blah, blah. I was told basically you're not allowed to wear anything sleeveless because he really didn't like the idea of your bare armpits being in customers faces. So then for the entire summer, my sweat patched armpits with like a T-shirt with a sweat patch going down practically to my waistline would be in the customer's face. It was the, the weirdest thing that I was like, I honestly but think you it do, would be better. But you do, you do, you maybe are, you maybe are a little bit more prone to glowing than some people. I do like You and perspire. Busy Phillips. You I do perspire Phillips. a lot. I think I actually, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I sweated as much then as I do now. No, I don't think you did either. Um, I never noticed it being as problematic as I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's really good to know. But you know what? Some, some antidepressants, including the one that I'm on, can apparently cause excessive sweating. So that's sure. What about when you were down on the Peloton, though? It was actually hilarious when you were down on the Peloton. 
cycling. Dripping <laughs> you, sweat. <laughs> dripping sweat. And off you went anyway. You left the room. Don comes down, stands beside the bike and he goes, oh my God, what is this puddle on the floor? He's like, Petrus, we have a leak in the ceiling. And he kept spent ages looking for something that was leaking through the roof. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so but in Milan, in fairness, like if you lived in Milan, actually it's probably the best climate because if you lived in Milan, like in a normal world, you'd have air conditioning as well. Because there yeah. was no air conditioning. We literally had that fan. Do you remember? Yes. Oh my god, that fan. Do you remember that we had one fan we, in the bedroom? Yeah, and we used to put it on full volume, both as an air conditioner and also in theory that it would blow any mosquitoes away from us. But it seemed to only blow them away from you and onto me. <laughs> so it, it did. Was I was constantly I was constantly up in the middle of the night with that vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, the mosquitoes. Do you remember at one point I had 12 mosquito bites on my left bum cheek? I'll never forget it. <laughs> do, so I re- it was absolutely do I remember? I can't tell you how many times you showed it to me. It was like, <laughs> oh, it's like you were, you were was, so proud of this, like, living well, I was, art. I was both proud and incredulous. It's like, how, like... And do you think it was 12 different mosquitoes or can one mosquito bite you over and over one, and over again? I know that Brandon says that only one mosquito can bite you at a time. And yet, no, I, I don't think, think that's, a, that's I think that's a bee. That's a bee. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That can only sting you once. But I'm pretty sure a mosquito can suck your blood until it has gorged itself and fallen into a coma. He also he also is convinced, basically, that if he neither sees nor hears a mosquito, it does not exist. So like I would wake up in the summer and be like, oh, my God, something bit me overnight. And he goes, there were no mosquitoes in the bedroom. I'm like, Westworld. Well, was it you? Like, Looks like where nothing did this, to me. Where did this itchy lump come from? Like mosquito bite. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, in fairness to me, like maybe the reason I was not getting as bitten as you were was because I got up in the middle of the night with the vacuum cleaner and vacuumed all the mosquitoes not out of every crevice in the cleaner, room. You absolute bitch. You got up in the middle of the night and covered yourself in deet. I remember it. I, I remember waking up one night and catching you in the hall, spraying yourself with anti-mosquito spray and leaving me. I'd say you were like covering me in jam. Going like, take her. You were like, gross. <laughs> you were like praying to the, to the goblin king to take me away. And it worked. I didn't need to cover you in jam, in fairness. The amount of oh, olive no. oil you were the gorging sweet, on sweet probably blood. was, yeah, it was probably like steaming out of your pores. Oh, I mean, I could say the same about the red wine I was probably consuming at the time. Oh, so I'd say, I'd say that'd be more of a repellent. Oh, maybe that bitter, was actually no? the secret. Maybe that was the secret. Do not take our advice on this. There's, there's, there it is. You weren't drinking enough. That was your problem. <laughs> <laughs> do you Do you ever miss, like, I suppose... I suppose like what I'm asking is, do you ever think about Ireland and go, God, I really miss the weather? Not really. Um, I mean, yes, when I look at it, this amount of snow, yes, I think I miss the weather. But like, I also miss the fact that here they're so unbelievably well prepared for snow, like, or they are so used to it that they just get on with life, which I A, yeah. admire and then B, resent because... I've been here now for five years and have yet to have a day where they go, hey, the weather's too bad. You can't, don't come into the office. Like oh, in the yeah, first year you. that I lived here, yeah, the first year that I lived here, it was one of those, like I looked out the office window and went, oh shit, it's like snowing really badly. Went to drive home from the office, pulled out of the office, like there's like a mini road leading onto the highway, got on the highway, realized this was not remotely navigable. Not realized. I realized as I slid across two lanes I was driving really slowly but as I slid across slowly very slowly across two lanes and into the lane of oncoming traffic that this was not a weather I could drive in 
pulled off onto the side of the road just about by the skin of my teeth and I had to sit there wait to be rescued by poor Don who came with all the kids in the other car to rescue me well you could hardly leave yes. them behind uh, well no I know but like the danger you wouldn't want your kids out oh, good in, you point. know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was more that we didn't know anybody else so like me and my tiny Mazda I had a tiny Mazda at the time my oh, Mazda 3DX I loved Mazda. it the good yeah, thing now it. is you could call Brandon and his truck that's the advantage I of, could yeah of good for me not so good for Brandon having lured in this local man Tricked yeah. is the word we use. <laughs> you you weren't in Ireland right the year that we had the really like the big snow with a capital B and a capital S. When like basically it snowed in in one day in Ireland what it might snow in an hour here kind of thing and everybody freaked out and all the buses stopped. And because I don't think there, I, I, I think it came out then that there, there are no snow plows in Ireland. Like we just don't have them. And then also all of the outdoor shops sold out of crampons and everything. I remember there was a rush on like <laughs> those kind of studded oh. things for your feet. I remember I was in work in the Irish Times that day and mom was in work. She, she worked in the civil service and I remember her calling me at about lunchtime and being like, we're going to have to go home because if we don't go home now, we won't get home. So we got the Lewis out to Sagers and dad came and picked us up. And it was kind of like, you know, the snow was getting heavier and heavier, but it was kind of okay. We made it out to Sagers fine. Dad made it to pick us up. By the time we got back on the N7... The traffic was completely backed up and it took us five hours to get from City West. Oh, I remember that. I remember you guys on the phone to me telling me yeah. still in the car. <laughs> from City West or maybe it was from Ballymount. But it took us five hours um, on the Nace Road. And I remember at one point, like, we found a dairy milk in the glove compartment. We were so happy. You swear, <laughs> you swear we've been, like, lost in the wilderness for months. We're like, oh, my God, love, thank God we'll I share this. absolute gobbers. I love that you weren't even, like, great we'll keep this in case we need it in case we're stuck in the oh, car it's no. like oh here's we're a like, treat eat this immediately <laughs> and then um at one point i don't know why i was I sitting say, i bet your mom started singing i bet your mom started singing oh my songs. god we were of course she was singing songs but then at one point you just heard this i was sitting in the front just heard this little voice in the back going lads i need to go to the bathroom like, <laughs> sorry about you like <laughs> but it was it was so terrifying because oh. we were watching these trucks in front of us like just like waving from side to side like pendulums do you know what I mean because they couldn't stay on the on the road so like the traffic wasn't backed up in the sense that it wasn't full lanes it was just you were all trying to stay really far far away from yeah. the, whatever was in yeah. front and whatever was behind it was just nuts and I remember we got home mom was like oh Philip you're our hero I couldn't have done that now she couldn't have he is a of hero course she couldn't. he is a hero listen listen he got her home to the bathroom he's a hero just and he time. built the bathroom. And he built that bathroom. He built that bathroom. Then he got her home he to it. He's a hero. This bathroom. Bum bum. Um, I was going to say I, my memories of weather in Ireland are less around. You'll be surprised to know snow and more around rain. And many many time times I remember being taking our lives in our hands and wading in the car through the the bottom of the, the road floods. where there's that dip in the bottom of the road and the floods and I remember didn't Abigail our cousin like drive off into the ditch in one of those floods and have to be like have her car pulled out of the the ditch by dad or something oh, I don't, I know, don't know if that I was mean, during a flood but I do think either dad or Henry the farmer next door had to mm-hmm. go and rescue Abigail at one point did you didn't Henry have to go and rescue you at some point no Henry almost so there was one day last year I think mum and dad were away it was when I was living at home. They were away. Where were they? They were out or something. And I was I was living at home. Oh no, they were down in Leggan Castle. I I had bought them like a weekend away. 
Oh, aren't you the best? Oh aren't God, you the, best. the nicest? Brownie as an points. Excuse, as an excuse for a free gaff and, and while oh, we were away, not so nice. I had stopped at McDonald's on the Long Mile Road, got myself a drive Are you having a laugh? Home. This is what <laughs> you do with the free gaff. <laughs> I, oh I had lured them away for a free gaff and I was having a McDonald's. I and can't I was going get to, over and this. And I was going to have a McDonald's and play Candy Crush for hours. So uh, <laughs> I picked up I picked up my McDonald's and it was lashing rain and I drove home and as I got onto our road I was like that's a there was a weird puddle in a place that I've never seen a puddle before you know you'd kind of know where the floods are that you'd be like that's where there's going to be like a big flood yes. and I was like this is weird and anyway the car in front of me drove through it and I was like oh that looks very deep and I remember calling dad and going like how should I like how, how what's the best way to navigate it? and he was basically like don't put your foot on the clutch and just you know accelerate slowly but consistently through it and I remember sitting there and being like, oh, oh, no, no. And then he was like, listen, you could always call Henry. You could always leave the car there and just call Henry to come and get you in the in the Jeep. I was so ashamed about the McDonald's. I was like, no, because I can't, <laughs> I can't let on to Henry that I've just got this McDonald's for one. And then I was also like, even if I ate it right now, while I was sitting in the car, he'd smell it. He'd smell the McDonald's. So That's I just like, stupid. I know, ridiculous. What? So I just like took a big deep breath and was like, I'll just drive. And I drove through. Oh, I thought you were going to say I took a big deep breath and ate the entire McDonald's really quickly. No, no, no. no. I drove through it and then I went home and I put the McDonald's back in the oven. 100 degrees (sighs) for 15 minutes and it was delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, let me tell you, after all the adrenaline, it was just just what I needed. Oh, sure. What about the time you do actually suffer from major adrenaline? What about the time you got pulled over by the police person here? Policeman. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, for speeding. That was disastrous. Yeah. Yes, I was actually no, shocked no, no. by the picture. Sorry, sorry. You're thinking about two different things. There was a time that I got pulled over by the police for speeding outside a school zone. When it was just like it was one of the first times I'd come over when I had decided to move over, but I hadn't got my visa, so I wasn't here permanently. And I was driving your car. I'd stayed in Brandon's that night and I was driving back to be home in time to bring you to work and I was running a little bit late. So I was kind of like, you know, going like, I thought I was going like at the limit, but I was basically trying to go at the limit so I could get there as soon as possible. Didn't notice the school lights got pulled over. And because I had an Irish driver's license, he couldn't put it in his little system and he was basically like, just just don't do it again. But you're thinking about the time that your car wouldn't start outside the school. And literally within 60 seconds of me going, oh my God, the car battery is flat. My, both of my arms had suddenly erupted in like sweaty beads of sweat. Oh yeah, it was actually totally bizarre. Remember you said to me, I was in a panic and I was like panic schmanic. And then you pulled out the photographic evidence. I've never seen the likes of it. So that's more what I was going to say that I can actually, I'd like, you know, I, I feel dismissive of this, like, I was driving through a puddle. I was afraid of my McDonald's. But the way you get into a panic, I'd say you were actually like in a massive pan- panic at this I, point. I do. I do get into a flap very easily, to be fair. But I got into, oh my God, that time the battery wouldn't strike. Now, like it didn't help that it was really hot that day. And I think in hindsight, I'm not sure if I've ever told you this, but in hindsight, what I think happened was I had turned the car off and left the air conditioning on, which I realize now is not smart as I was waiting for the boys. I so I was like, there. I was there in my icy cold refrigerator listening to a podcast, like delighted with myself. And then when I went to start the car, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, what's happened? And it was probably like 35 degrees outside. Oh my God, there was another time. Actually, sorry, this isn't to do with weather at all, but my car wouldn't start in Dublin. And I remember I had to call the like AA people and your man came out in this big truck and was like, don't know what's wrong with your car, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, let's try jumpstarting the battery and see if that helps. And he was like, you didn't have the lights on or anything, did you? And I was like, no. And then looked down and realized I did. That's bad. So that's, embarrassed. 
Well, what can you do? These things happen, right? These things happen. Okay, go go back to the weather then. What else has ever happened to you? What's the what 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 weather do you absolutely hate? I mean, I like to like I like to think that I love hot weather, right? But when I went to Cuba for a holiday, I realized that I only really like hot weather if I can just sit still in it, like sit by a pool or sit by the sea, and occasionally get in for a dip and cool myself down. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I remember when we were in Cuba, my ex-boyfriend turned around to me and went, I never realized that you sweated this much. And I literally what? like, oh my God, we would walk out the door of the apartment we were staying in. And literally within two seconds like that, my arms would have popped out with sweat, my legs like soaking. <laughs> I was covered in sweat. I could basically only wear like white tops for the entire time Thong I was bikini. there. Because Thong bikini. <laughs> not, not quite. But like... Oh my God, like anything we did. I remember we went and we did one of those vintage car tours, which have hilarious photos because the, the, the tour guide kept making us take like really cheesy photos, like go and stand over there next to that and like put your arms around her and like kneel down, like basically as if we were having some kind of like Cuban marriage ceremony. <laughs> but I remember we did this car thing in, in like the, you know, like one of the convertibles. And even in that, when like the wind should have been flowing through my hair, oh my God, I was roasting, thought I was going to die. Oh my God, I rented a convertible once when I was down in Florida. Who was I with? Oh, an ex-boyfriend and I rented this amazing fancy convertible and I was delighted with myself. And we drove from, I think it was from Orlando to St. Petersburg. So it's about three and a half hours, I think, of a drive off to the coast. With the top down all the way, was living the the dream. Got there from... Hair ruined. No, I mean, hair was grand. It was from just above my sunglasses to the top of my head was lobster pink. Like, I mean, I'm talking like 
third degree burns. It was terrible. But it also reminds me of the time we went to Mexico with Don. And to your point, it was so hot. I don't know that we had been quite prepared for how hot it was. Like it was boiling, you know, like 36, 38 degrees every single day. And we were lying out on the beach. We were having a grand time. We were under this big, big sun umbrellas and we were just sleeping and relaxing and drinking cocktails and all this kind of stuff and we fell asleep anyway Grant we wake up Don's like oh god my ankles feel a bit hot looking at the photographic evidence later on it was clear that from his ankle downwards he had had his feet in the sun for the whole day the soles of his feet were burnt to a crisp and his ankles and I've got brilliant pictures of us on a jet ski and he honestly looks like he has bright bright red socks on I must find them horrendous (laughs) poor him so agonising oh so ridiculous he actually had to stay in the hotel room for a full day just applying aloe to his remember remember poor Chance got really badly sunburnt in Michigan (gasps) the year before that not really badly but like he did it was really bad terrible and he kept crying at night and saying what was he saying who was he blaming? The, the pillow is hurting me. Basically, anything oh, that was yeah. touching his back, he'd be like, why is that thing hurting me? Like, oh, you didn't understand that poor it was chance. for him. It was my fault because I was I had the sun cream on every part, but oh, I missed no. under the back of his um, floaties. Floaty. Tell oh. me, what, what weather do you love or hate? I think I just don't love the snow. It's not actually, I mean, I like the snow. It's fine. I, I, I don't like, I like the snow if you can go for walks and stuff. But because here you mm-hmm. have to drive everywhere, you can't really go out for a walk right you can't go for a trek yeah. in the snow which would be nice and also like it's actually up beyond my boots so yeah it would get into my trouser leg so I like a medium sprinkle of snow I do I, I do like all four I'd like to have all four seasons I mean I am just afraid of driving here because I'm not good at it and I don't think anybody's actually good at it and last that's, year that's I also had a second people think they're good yeah, at lots, it as well lots of people think they're very good at it and like last year I and the expectation is you are just going to be you have to be in work you know you have to be there at 8.30 in the morning like I'd kind of be also okay to go in around 11am when it starts to at least thaw a little bit you know but also when so, people have been on the roads and like the roads yes. aren't as icy you know what I mean when everything and that, well like, that's actually true I was going to say nearly all of the main like nearly all the roads are really well salted and really well cleared like once you get out of your driveway it's it's fine except yeah. sometimes like the first day that it snows my road is not a main road and yeah. it's not the best when and last year yeah yeah, but last year I was like, well, I gotta gotta make this happen, and everybody's very nice and they'll pick you up and stuff. But I feel like an Egypt, you know. And now you can't really go in cars with people as well. So, oh yeah, so like, so last year I was like, I got in the car and I was like, okay, I can do this. I've got this, and I got out to the main road and I drove up, you know, slowly. And like everybody's driving slowly, and it's kind of terrifying because as you're, you know, braking, you you know, you have less control over. Like as you slow down, if you get too slow, you start skidding. So you have to keep like a general amount of momentum. And there was, and I go straight up a hill and I went up the hill and obviously didn't go fast enough. And there's other traffic coming. It's not a very wide road. And I just went (laughs) pretty slowly, kind of embarrassingly off into the ditch and just tilted in there and had to be rescued. And I was only about like a hundred yards from the house as well. So that was really, really bad. Had to call the the tow service to come and tow me home. I'd love to have been able to be like, it's 20 miles away. Instead, I was like, it's just yeah, that exactly. first house there. Just around the corner. <laughs> I've, I've never had to be rescued from the snow, but probably because whenever it's been bad, like especially here, like I haven't driven in the snow at all this year. And at home in Ireland, if it was really bad snow like that, you would just go either work from home or, you know what I mean? Like when I was living with mom and dad anyway. I remember there was one year, actually another year there was a bad snow 
and mom was working in town and she came to stay with me when I was living oh, in Stony Batter. That's so and cute. I, it was so cute. I remember I was living in this little one bed cottage so the two of us just had to like sleep together, which drive me mad. It's like s- snoring or else like, like I would go out after work and like she'd immediately wake up and sit up, like sit straight up exorcist style. Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> or, or like, hi love, do you have a nice time? Who was there? What did you do? And you know, you'd be like slightly pissed and also exhausted and going like, I'll tell you tomorrow. Like I'm just going to sleep now. But oh, I remember coming pet. home one day and she was sitting on the couch with, the, with, with my two kittens at the time, one on her lap and one on her shoulder. And she was just like, I can't get them off me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dote, but I definitely oh. didn't feel cool. I was like, I'm, I'm living with my mom now. Oh, I'd feel cool living with my mom. And, and sleeping in the same bed. But actually it was handy because she was there to bear witness to once the snow started to melt, the entire kitchen ceiling started leaking. And I remember calling what? my landlord. Oh, yeah. that remember happened last, do you remember last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah when we, we moved in, we hadn't, yeah, we hadn't had the roof redone. We moved in. We'd been renovating the house for a year, moved in. And after the first snow, we had a flat roof. That was the problem. After the oh, first yeah. snow, the first day it started to melt, we had like 10 massive areas of leakage all around the house. Had to get it all repaired. It was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That happens as it melts, right? Because then the big slabs yeah. of ice start to melt and they, they don't like, you wish they would just slide off. They don't they disperse don't. off. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was a flat, this is a flat roof extension. But I remember when I told the landlord, he was like, oh, I'll send someone over. And then he was basically like, uh, we found no evidence of a leak. I was like, what? it was literally raining through the ceiling, but I hadn't taken a photo or video because like, it hadn't really occurred to me, but luckily mom was there to go, no, no, I saw it too. Anyway, I ended up moving out. No and then and then he tried to keep my deposit because I had hung pictures in the living room. What? And then, and then actually, I'll tell you this, not related to weather, but could be a helpful tip for other people. So he told me he wasn't giving me my deposit back because he was going to have to replaster the walls, like absolute dramatics from him. I then looked him up on the landlord's register. I think it was on... There's some registry anyway that you can look up your landlord. And I basically emailed him and I was like, oh, you know, hi, Derek, or whatever his name was. It wasn't his name. But I was like, hi, Derek. I was actually just looking to put in a formal, you know, application for adjudication through XYZ. But I see that your name isn't on the registered list of landlords. Would you like to pursue this with them? Maybe they've forgotten to list you on there. And he basically got back to me and was like, I'll give you back your deposit and then I never want to hear from you again. Because he obviously wasn't what? registered. He wasn't, yeah, I got that. He wasn't paying taxes or whatever. I never want to hear from you again. And then he tried to add me on LinkedIn. What? He said something. I've had like, the weirdest people I try know. to add me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is weird. He said something like, I'll give you back your deposit. And then I presume that we will have no reason to like ever be in contact again. I was like, oh, until no, I, until I add you on you LinkedIn. Valentine's card. Oh, that's nice. Until I add you on LinkedIn. Is that until what he I meant? Add you on never LinkedIn speak to me again. Time. Yeah. Absolute weirdo. People he was very are attracted weird. before Really? That. Well, I only met him once. I mean, like, listen, I fancy everybody. This was back in the day. I was single, of single, and I was desperate. And he, he uh, called over one day, and I was like, "You own a house, and you're grand." Like, so oh yeah, God. I found it very attractive. Listen, we're getting very distracted from the topic of weather because I'm, I'm now like that reminds me of the landlord that I had the crutch on. And never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another we could do one about renting and all the horror stories. Anyway, everywhere you go, you always take the weather with you. Untrue. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Well, no, because like... I think it's metaphorical. I'm not sure it actually means you brought the actual sun. Like, your personality is so sunny, you brought the sun into the room. What are, what are the rest of the words? Things ain't cooking in my kitchen. Oh, yeah, maybe it's not actually very... In- 
I'm suddenly like, maybe that's not the poetry I once thought it was. I don't know what else is in the song. <laughs> I'm sorry if you think that I'm squinting at you, but I still have an extremely sore eye from where the baby stuck a pipe cleaner into my eyeball yesterday. <laughs> ah, those babies, they just love you so fiercely. It's just more like, what else can happen? Just when I'm like, seriously, I, I buy pipe cleaners to do some crafts to be a good mother for once. And then immediately yes, regret it. Oh, yeah, I buy a hot glue gun, which I say to them, you are not to use this without my permission. You Two seconds fool. later, I turn around. Bo has it plugged into the wall and is waving it around. What am I supposed to do with this, Mom? I don't know what you were expecting. You're a bigger I was expecting now. them to. I was expecting them to listen to me. He's seven. Expecting them to listen to me. I was expecting um, them to listen to me. You know what, actually? Somebody, one of my friends, well, my only friend from... Fort Wayne Meredith said to me the other day she was talking about going on going on vacation this summer or something and she's like like I was going oh I don't know if it's, it's called know. holidays Rosemary going on holidays oh yeah so well she said vacation but I was like I don't know if it's going to happen because of COVID and vaccines and blah blah and she was like oh you know you could probably go and rent a cabin not that far away or like if you wanted to go somewhere cold she said something like you obviously like the cold weather and I was like sorry what makes <laughs> you think that I like the cold weather and she goes oh I've seen photographs you post on Instagram and I was like what I said something like, oh, you've obviously been like sucked in by my Insta sham life. And she was like, no, she's like, I just think anybody who's willing to stand in the cold long enough to take a picture clearly likes it. I was like, that's oh. interesting. But also that I'd like, I don't particularly like it. I would much rather go somewhere hot. I was more about to say, I said that to Dante. Nick, I just, I, we need to go to a beach. I just want a beach holiday. The idea of renting a cabin and having to go somewhere with my children in an enclosed space where I have to pick up and clean after them and make food for them is not any kind of a holiday. It is literally every day. So what do you want? Do you just want to go to a hotel with a pool, basically? Yes, or like... I want to go to a hotel yeah. or to a to a hotel complex that has, you know, little houses, little chalets on the beach. Here's my dream. Little chalets on the beach where they'll come and make your bed every day and you can just buy food in the little places on the beach or the restaurants or whatever. I don't want to have to make a single meal. I want every single thing delivered and tidied away by other people. I want beds made and tidied by other people. I want the place vacuumed and cleaned by, by other, other people, people every day. Do you That's what think, I want. Sorry, speaking of like free time and blissful holidays, do you think you would send the boys to summer camp? Uh, actually, I talked about this with Nash the other day because he loves that TV show Bunked. I don't know if you can, I'm sure you can get that in Ireland. It's like it's Nickelodeon. He loves it. And it's all kids in a summer camp, you know, like hormonally doing crafts. Anyway, and I go, he goes, oh, I'd love to go to a summer camp. And I said, would you? I said, I was a counsellor, like one of those. And he's just like, you can tell he's just like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Whatever, she's mom. talking about something else. Yeah, like mom's a loser, right? And I go, yeah, I, I go, see, she was a counsellor. I was a counsellor. I said, but I hated it. Oh, it looks great to me, mom. He goes, you just hang out in the pool hall. I said, no, they're like, I said, your whole day is scheduled. You do crafts, you do games, you do sports. Sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Child after my own heart. And then he said, he said, how long is it for? And I said, about six weeks. And he goes, oh, I don't think I could be away from you guys for that long. Six weeks. I thought it was only like three weeks. It was six weeks. And then it was three weeks. There were two six-week blocks when I went. There was six weeks Ooh. and then there was a week or five days where we were required to paint and clean and, and renovate in between the second batch of campers. And then there was only one set of campers who were sent for the entire 12 weeks. They were there the whole time because their parents didn't want them because they were, I have to say, troubled children. Oh, she was. They were the ones Six. who tied the other kids to the tree and then 
denied all knowledge <laughs> like, of them in the middle like of the in, forest. Like in Adam's family values. <laughs> oh, you know, um, it was six something weeks else. seems like a very long time to send like young kids away, isn't it? No, I have to say young, the weather like... the weather there was beautiful. Now, back to oh. the weather. The weather up there, that was in Massachusetts, was beautiful. And I've always wanted to go and see. I love the fall, actually. I'd always wanted to go and see the, the trees, fall. the leaves Do you mean changing. Autumn? In America, it's the fall. The fall, where leaves fall. Yes, autumn. <laughs> I'd like to see the the leaves changing. And, you know, you can you can do like a boat trip up around from New York, I think, where you go and you basically get in a boat and see the leaves change. That was pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> but I like that you oh, tried. Thanks. I like that you yeah, started. Yeah, just, you just, just keep keep moving. Keep it. going. Keep going. I, I I would like to rent a cabin. Not a cabin. Sorry. I would like to rent like a house by the lake this summer. But then you know what I was thinking. I was saying this to Brandon the other day, and then I was like, God, but like you'd be worried about the kids the whole time. Maybe we'd be better off just to go to a hotel where there's a pool, and at least it's like your kid is probably less likely to like disappear in the pool than to disappear by a lake. You know what I mean? Why would you be any more worried? Like they're five and seven. Just give them a pair of floaties and make sure they keep them on. Mm. You've been here with, by the pool all day with these kids. You just have to make sure they have their floaties on. Yeah, true, true. And I mean, and are you planning on let, setting, are you, are you planning on like setting them free, be back at eight o'clock? That's not, oh. that's not what you do with kids. No, I mean the dream, but no. <laughs> God, imagine. Exactly Listen, the dream. Go go and look after yourselves for the next 24 hours. Bye. I'll, I'll be by the pool. You know what, though? If you go to a hotel, I will say to Don, my other criteria was like, it has to have a kids club. Now, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that with COVID. Like, how soon am I going to be like, hey, go to the kids club? But I also like how my yeah. priorities have shifted. Two years ago, I was like, I would never send my children to these kids clubs. So unsupervised. Who knows who these people are? Now I'm like, bring on kids club. Does it have a kids club for every age? Because otherwise I'm not going. <laughs> Yeah, good point. I remember when um, when we used to go on holidays to France, when like mom and dad brought me and Claire basically to a campsite, I really, really wanted to join the kids club. We were always a little bit too old, but also you had to pay extra for them, for the kids club. So like, I can't believe, is this the same? I actually am like the innocence of you at the same time. This is the same trip where you, where a mother has since like almost had... I don't even know what, like, has has struggled to come to terms with the alleged, like, we, with, with we, the seeming shirking out, of her duties. We back yeah. out after bedtime with how unreliable you were. Reds. Yeah, where yeah, that, like, that yeah. guy had his hand on your underclothing at the same time you wanted to be in the kids' club. Like, I'm Beatrice, kind of creeped out by a, you right it now. It was a difficult time. I was, like, 13, 14. <laughs> I, I didn't know what I wanted. I, not a girl, not yet a woman. That was me. <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. Oh. I think I think we've Poor run out of things to say about the weather, Beatrice. I'm sure we haven't. I'm sure we have plenty more, but it is time to wrap up because I need to go and do some work and rest this eyeball. I need to go and, and eat some toast. I would like to know what people, what people's favourite weather. You know what? Does anybody really like the rain? Like I liked the rain in Cuba once because it was really, really hot. And then all of a sudden it lashed rain for about two seconds and then it disappeared. And it was just it felt really fresh. Like I love that moment after... You know when it feels like like it's felt very heavy and close, like it's going to rain for a couple of days, and then it's suddenly there's a big rain shower, and then the air feels fresh. I like that, but I don't actually you like. Remind me of like Ernest Hemingway. You're such a writer. The moment after the rain shower, I love when it rains. When I love when it rains, and you're at the fire, like I love when it pours rain, and you're inside oh, and in you're your inside. house. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah I lo- <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. When I'm looking at the rain, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that was to answer your question. Does anybody really like the rain? I love it. But you're right. Not to be in it. Because only recently when I last went to New York, I got caught in a terrible rainstorm, having forgotten that I was now taking public transport. And I was like, I was running in the rain. You know, I had no umbrella. Surprise, surprise. Back to full circle. And we were staying in a hotel, Don and I, in Dumbo. So the nearest subway station is probably like a 15-minute walk, right? And so I got out of the subway and it was spilling. And, you know, you're like, there. everybody was under awnings kind of waiting for it to stop. But, you know, you're like, it's actually not going to stop and I'll just yeah, keep yeah. going, right? Yeah. And I was wearing, what shoes did I even have on? Because I remember, you know, probably when it gets a really... pair of suede flat pumps. <laughs> I did. I can imagine I think I had flip flops on is what I was thinking, but I, I mean, I doubt I had flip flops. Anyway, I had a pair of shoes on that then got really wet and slippy in the rain. You oh, know, that kind of, so yeah, you're like, yeah. you're, you're kind of cramping your feet up, trying to keep them on your feet. It must have been those, oh, yeah. oh it must have been those pink flats I have that don't, that have gotten too wide over the time, over the years. I've worn them too much. They need to go in the bin. That's actually, that's actually that. <laughs> anyway, and I was, <laughs> and I was, on my way, I was wearing your dress, actually, your kind of sheath dress from Monkey, and it was lashing. And eventually I was just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just going to stop running. Okay, A, I can't run, I'm out of breath. And B, I'm soaked, you know. And when I got home, though, back to the hotel, and I was absolutely now drenched. And I'm sure kind of, it was, it was sort of like, I was like, I feel like I'm in a music video, but I probably don't look that good. And nobody was looking at me like, wow, is she a music star? They were just like, wow, she's wet. <laughs> A music star, anyway. A famous musician, even. Anyway, <laughs> get back to the hotel. You know, wave at the people at the desk, like, yeah, hi. Get upstairs. And may I tell you, I looked like I was wearing the most misshapen body stocking. It was mortifying. Stuck Every lump and oh. bump. Oh, not even stuck, like, stuck to me. Like, glued to me. And just... Thank you, Rosemary, for looking suitably mortified. It was such a letdown of a moment as well, because in my mind, I was having a Carrie know, Sex you, in the City moment. Honestly, you think you think you're in the notebook when like it starts lashing yes. rain and Rachel yes. McAdams runs into Ryan Gosling's arms. Yeah, you're like, this is romantic. And like my hair probably looks like Yes, damp. I it, no, yeah, no, no, never. No. And my mascara Mm-mm-mm. had run, and my face—I looked like <laughs> my worst, and my worst. You know, I always have that uh, conviction that I look like your man in um, Men in Black, the dude with the tiny pea head. When they go into that <laughs> pawn shop and they shrink his head, and I'm always convinced like my body's way bigger than my head proportionally. And yeah, I did. I looked like that, soaking wet, lumpy pea head. It was sorry. So I don't know. Bad. I'd just like to point out, you and I, Beatrice. If there's one thing that we're not blessed with, it's tiny heads. So I don't know where. <laughs> no, it's proportionally. It's from. like my body is that much bigger than my already large head. <laughs> don't think Poor it me. is, Beatrice. Poor me. Well, it did look like that this day. Anyway, that and I honestly, I arrived in and I, I was shaking my head like, what's her name, Tina Turner. I was really like, I'm home. Oh yeah. You know, like like I'm back and I looked fab and I made it through. Like I, I bucked the trend. I didn't even hide under an awning. And then I caught a glimpse of myself and I was like, oh, I better have sharks. You're like state. slow motion shaking out your mane. Exactly, no. but it just <laughs> looked like I was balding. I looked like, J- J- what's his name? Elliot from Def Leppard. I used to, <laughs> I Joe Elliot, I used to always yeah. try to um, smile in the rain because I was like, everybody looks so like... <laughs> 
Just everybody looks so despondent. I was always trying to smile at people. Do you just be like, it's it's not that bad. It's just a bit of rain. And then I caught sight of myself in a shop window one day, and I looked absolutely demented. I was like, who is that? Like wet? How does this even occur to you? I don't know. I just like I was like, oh, everybody looks so unhappy. I should smile. Mm-mm. I should smile. It didn't help. It looked like a wet, happy slug. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Not Without My Sister. You can follow us on Instagram at Not Without My Sister. Our website is notwithoutmysis.com. Email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com and follow us individually, Rosemary McCabe and Beatrice McCabe, with an A in our respective Max on Instagram. Oh, and also, while we have you, if you could go on to iTunes and leave us a five star review, that would be very, very much appreciated because that's all the podcast gods care about and therefore what we care about. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.